Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to platinum sponsor Podium, titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk and diamond sponsor Ventivid. Whispering Loudly is the workshop whisperer podcast with Rachel Evans. Jump onto wherever you listen to us, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox maybe, and give us a review. We'd love it. It's free and the podcast is free. Here's one. Great advice. So helpful and packed with advice. Looking forward to listening to more. Thanks, Rach. And geez, you've got a few seasons to share with people now, which is nice. It's amazing. Is this season 20 we're recording Something now? like that. Holy moly. I know. That's and incredible. Something great about having lots of like a deep content well is that you can go into the search function and just search for what you're struggling with in your business right now and chances are that Rachie would have discussed it sometime in the podcast. So that's pretty cool. Coming up next, Workshop Whispers. Learn tips and strategies from the comfort of your lounge room to make your auto repair shop hum in Workshop Whispers. Whispering Loudly is the Workshop Whisperer podcast. Hello, I'm producer Mel and you guys can actually write in with your workshop predicaments and Rach will answer them. What's the best way to do it, Rach? Send it in through the Workshop Whisperer Facebook page. You okay, can cool. message us or you can send it in to admin at workshopwhisperer.com. Messenger is such an easy way to get people. And you know what? People open something like 80% of things they get in Messenger as opposed to emails, which is really low because you get so much spam these days, which is annoying. Melissa has written to us from Sydney. Hi, Mel. And she asks, I'm really starting to notice more and more of my customers skipping their services. I know things are tight for a lot of people right now, but if things don't pick up soon, I'm worried we'll find ourselves in some real trouble. What can I do to encourage my customers to book back in, Rach? So there's a couple of things here, and this really stands for whether it's an unfavourable economic climate or even if it's in the good times. So the first thing that we need to do is increase our number of touch points that we have with our customers. Yeah, because people are really busy, right? This is more than ever. This is correct. So it's busy uh, in this type of economic environment that we have at the moment. People are wary of spending any money that they might have Mm. left over. And while we in automotive repair know that servicing and maintenance is a necessity, most households treat it like it's a luxury, which means that when it comes time to stop your discretionary spending, delaying car servicing and maintenance is the first thing uh, Mm. to go by the wayside. And that's why we see people not coming back for their scheduled service like you would normally see them. Most people, you know, pretty much like clockwork. Yeah. So first things first, make sure you've got your auto service reminders in place. I would think that, you know, we've been doing this podcast for uh, what, coming up four years. That's all right. We might have a new <laughs> listener though. We probably do this get them right. all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, the Workshop Whisperer is in its 10th year and we've been wow. banging on about making sure that you are sending automatic service reminders. So if you're invoicing software, your, you know, your management software, hopefully you're using something like Mechanic Desk, that you're using that and that has that function in it. Yeah. If you're not, make sure that you, you are sending them manually and they are all going out. So that can be by email or SMS. SMS is best because 97% of text messages will get opened. Yeah. So once you've ticked that box, then it becomes a mixture of 
trying to have extra personal interaction. So actually picking up the phone and showing your concern for their missed service because it does become a safety concern. Yeah. And then educating your customer on what can happen if they delay their service or that scheduled maintenance that you might have had them, you know, made them aware of at the last service that wasn't quite due, but it needed to be done, uh, you know, in three or six months. So, you know, if their tire tread was getting low or their brake pads were getting low and they've missed that, well... Think of it like a duty of care. You know, you should be following up that customer to make sure that they understand the consequences of continuing to delay. And given that these days it's more likely to be women in a household that are making financial decisions, then you should absolutely make uh, a massive effort to let your female customers know, especially the ones with children, that, you know, this is a safety concern and we don't want you unsafe on the road. Yeah, I mean... The car is the second place you spend most of your time, probably, apart from home. That's exactly right. And then work, yeah. Yeah. Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally. David from Hamilton in New Zealand asks, Hello, Rach. Love the show. Like our other person who did the review the other day with five exclamation marks. That was so good. I'm seeking your expertise on team productivity, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on how I could improve it. I've started to notice a significant decline in my team's productivity. They are taking much longer on simple tasks. Do you have any tips or strategies I can implement to encourage productivity? Excellent. So, The first thing that we need to look at here is do your team members have adequate training? So whenever we notice a decrease in any type of performance, first we have to come back to ourselves and ask, do we have the structure, the clearly defined structure, systems, processes in place so that there's no grey areas for these team members to be able to fall into and say, oh, I didn't know that or you didn't show me that or I didn't know how to get that information. Once you are satisfied that yes, They have been shown how to do this uh, correctly repeatedly. They've got access to the information that they might need, that this is more taking their foot off the pedal. Then we need to start looking at what the actual productivity percentage is. So how many hours have you sold versus how many were available to sell for the shop as a whole? And then drill down into individual technician productivity numbers because we don't want somebody else's productivity to be masking the poor performance of the real culprit here. Mm. Now, how often does that happen where team members just pick up the slack for someone else? Well, you've in any shop, it is it would be common yeah. for you to perhaps have one or two more experienced technicians okay. who can you know, outgun yes. everyone yeah. else. Yeah. And because they're overselling their time available, yeah. that kind of, if you're only looking at it from a workshop point of view, yeah. that's masking, you know, someone that might be uh, just a few years into being a tradesman or your third or fourth year apprentice who you would yeah. expect to sell less if they're apprentices. So we need to be looking at it individually. Then we need to uh, draw some very clear lines around expectations. So you need to restate uh, your expectation that if your team member is there and on the on the clock for eight hours a day, that you expect them to sell eight hours a day of labour provided you've got the work available to them and it's their job to do it in the set time. So this is where efficiency comes in. Each job should 
come with a clear time expectation and where they don't meet that and they go over, not only does that mean we end up feeling like we have to wipe time off and our productivity uh, percentage decreases, but we've also become inefficient and that blows out our efficiency times. So first thing is make sure you're satisfied they've had the correct training. Then uh, it's about clear expectations around uh, timeframes for jobs and making sure that you know exactly what the workshop productivity percentage is as your baseline and for those individuals. And if necessary, commence performance management of those individuals who have slackened off. Now, that in itself is a whole separate thing. It means we need to sit down find out if there's something going on for this employee, for their behaviour and their performance to change, work with them on a plan. You know, I need to see you selling uh, five out of your eight hours uh, for the next three weeks. We're going to meet at the end of that three weeks. Mm -hmm. If there's no improvement, unfortunately, I have to provide you with a first written warning, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But first of all, you've got to identify what the problem is, who the problem is and what the percentage uh, of productivity is at and uh, then proceed with your improvement plan. Thank you so much for all your advice today, Rach. Thank you, This has been a Workshop Whispers episode. And don't forget, we have got all those episodes from all the seasons Rach has done. Search whatever you need to be searched, and I'm sure you'll find that content. And also, if you're after some support from other workshop owners go to your profitable auto repair shop join the facebook group and uh, seek support there because it's really uh, an incredible network and all of this is free to you so very cool thanks for listening to whispering loudly the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by apple with rachel evans the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket Thanks to Platinum Sponsor Podium, Titanium Sponsor Mechanic Desk and Diamond Sponsor Ventivid.